Well, hello, and welcome back to another podcast episode with Brittany Bundles. You are listening to the Brittany Bundles podcast, where we empower people through entrepreneurship. Before we get started with today's topic, I do want to give a huge shout out and thank you to our sponsor. This episode is being sponsored by Nikki Smith Hair Collection. Nikki Smith is the owner. Nikki Smith Hair Collection, or NS Hair Collection, was started in 2018 by Nikki from Detroit, Michigan. After receiving so many compliments about her hair, she decided to start her own company to help women all around the world feel confident and beautiful. You can check her products out at www.nikkismithhaircollection.com. That is Nikki Smith Hair Collection, N-I-K-K-I, S-M-I-T-H-H-A-I-R-C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-O-N.com. Nikki Smith Hair Collection.com. She is available on Facebook at Nikki Smith Hair Collection, Instagram, Nikki Smith Hair Collection, and Nikki Smith Hair Collection is spelled the same way. N-I-K-K-I Smith S-M-I-T-H Hair Collection. For the month of November, they will be giving away free closures when you purchase three bundle deals. They have a five-star rating on Google, and I strongly encourage you all to go over and check out her website and also her social media handles. Again, that's Facebook, Nikki Smith Hair Collection, and Instagram, Nikki Smith Hair Collection. Thank you again, Nikki Smith, for sponsoring this episode. Now today what we're going to talk about is humility in business. We're going to talk about the importance of humility. It's really important to remain humble in business because it allows many relationships to be built through genuine connection and not competition. I don't know if if everyone or if the majority of the audience has ever experienced where you've try to connect with other people, maybe in business or outside of business, but it seems like there's a barrier and neither one of you are really able to make that solid connection because it feels like there's so much competition. It feels like no matter what you say or what they say, there's always going to be some kind of quick comeback that has to show the other person or show the people that are listening to you who has the most experience or who has the better service or who has the better product. And it really takes away from a lot of the relationships that could have been built in business because we're coming off as not being as humble as we should be, as humble as we need to be. Now, I understand that when you are reaching your goals, right? I understand that when you are actually obtaining the things that you've always dreamed of obtaining. I understand when it seems like your business and your growth are both accelerating. I completely understand that. And sometimes it truly is not our intentions. It's truly not our heart's desire to come off arrogant. It's truly not our heart's desire to come off as if we are know-it-all. It's truly not our heart's desire to come off as if we feel or we think as if we're better than other people. But sometimes it can be portrayed that way. Sometimes it can come off that way. And so I've been receiving emails lately 
Uh, actually, there was one email in particular and she explained and described the scenario where she was in the Zoom conference and she was amongst other business owners and it just felt like there was a competition, an unhealthy competition at that because, you know, there there is some there is some form of, of competition that is healthy, you know, at least in my opinion. However, there's another side of competition that I would consider unhealthy and not just me, but many other people as well. And so sometimes we give off arrogant vibes when that's not our true intention, like I mentioned. She was going on and explaining how she was in the Zoom call and the purpose of the Zoom call was for all of the business owners to take away key pieces of information in regards to building relationships and gaining more sales with their current clients and also with new customers. And so she felt that she didn't get everything that she could have got out of the call because she felt as though it was always a, well, you know, show me match. You did this, well, I did this, and, and I did this too. And, and it was more so a competition, a competitive vibe, than it was a relationship vibe. And you can have relationships that aren't necessarily healthy. So, I mean, that, that was a form of a relationship, I guess, that they were building on that call. But we want to make sure that we're building genuine relationships in business. We want to make sure that we're conscious on how we're not only walking through life, but how we're perceived as well. And although it's not our responsibility to change how everyone views us, there are going to be people that view you and their interpretation of you and your intentions are just going to be downright wrong. There are going to be people, no matter what you do, that are not going to appreciate what you've done, what you're doing, and they're just not going to like you. For, for lack of better words, they're not going to like you or what you're doing. And so I'm not here to tell you to chase after everyone that doesn't like you or to chase after everyone that has the wrong interpretation of you. However, I am here to remind all of us to be cautious of the vibes that we're putting out, to be cautious of how we're speaking to other people, to be cautious of how we're interacting and building relationships so that we can maintain longevity in this business realm. It is truly more than picking a product or picking a service and deciding to push that. There are things that we have to do internally inside of us before we can actually reach that true height of continued success. And when I say true height of continued success, I'm talking about even after you're gone. Even after you're gone and you've served your time in this business, we want to make sure that we're making a name and we're being very intentional about how we're setting the structure for our business and who better to start with than ourselves. I know when I roll out any type of idea to different companies or any type of idea in collaborations or any type of idea with my own business, I like to start with me. Instead of pointing the fingers and saying what I want everyone else to do, I like to start with me. I like to challenge myself to grow. That's the only way that I'm going to become better is if I decide to challenge myself to grow. There's praying and yes, and then and, and there's also putting the actions behind your prayer and, and watering the seeds that you are wanting to, to, to sprout, There's the seeds that you're wanting to grow. So that's what we're going to be talking about in business. Uh, you know, we, we can definitely give off arrogant vibes and that's not our true intention. And a lot of people already have this preconceived notion that business owners are arrogant in the first place. And again, it's not our responsibility to go around and change everyone's interpretation of how we are. But like I said, it's always great to take another look at ourselves and to not get too comfortable and too wrapped up with our everyday motions that we're looking over opportunities where we can better ourselves. So here are some tips that I would like to keep in mind when I am looking at being humble in business, when I am looking at showing humility in business. Here are some things that I like to keep in mind. 
So before we get started with this podcast episode, grab a friend, share this podcast episode, post it on your social medias, please, especially if you feel like someone can benefit from this message. And if you would like your business sponsored or promoted on the Brittany Bundles podcast, feel free to reach out to me via email. My email address is btalks at yahoo.com. That is B-T-A-L-K-S at yahoo.com. Without further ado, let's get started. All right. So today we're talking about humility and business and the importance of it. Now we talked a little bit about some of the importance in the beginning of the podcast and the main importance to me really shows itself when you are working with other people because like we've mentioned on other podcasts, that's all that business is. It's it's the ability to connect with other people, to build relationships with other people. And a lot of times, some of the relationships that we may build don't really last or start off on the right foot, not because of just the other person, but sometimes it can be because of some of the things that we say and we do when we do have the opportunities to meet other people and to build relationships. And let me take my mind away from building strictly business relationships when you're collaborating with other business owners. And let's think about when we're talking and communicating with our customers. Now, I've touched on this in other podcast episodes as well. A lot of us struggle with keeping customers and we wonder why. We have great products, right? We have a great service, you know. Um, We have been in the business for years. We have really great pictures, a great website. So why are we having trouble keeping clients? Why are we having trouble keeping customers? Nine times out of 10, if I'm a customer and I'm searching for someplace to go and I've already visited these two shops, But one shop that I visited wasn't as up to to date on the inside, but every time I walked in, I was greeted. Every time I walked in, I was offered a cup of coffee or water. Every time I walked in, they asked me about my child that was with me the first time when I got my hair done. They asked me if I was comfortable. They thanked me for my service. Okay, and then I, I went to this other shop and this shop, It was really done up. I mean, it it had the bells and whistles hanging off of the signs. Everything looked beautiful, amazing. The inside was updated. The outside was updated. The sign looked like, like I said, like the bells and whistles were just hanging off of the sign. It looked amazing, so beautiful. But when I walked in, I wasn't greeted. And, you know, I tried to justify it in my mind. It was maybe because they were busy with other customers or no, no, maybe because they, they, they had a, a long weekend and they're trying to catch up from what they were doing or maybe because of the pandemic, you know, everything's going back on lockdown and maybe that's on their mind. And I, I tried to rationalize that in my mind as I continued to walk through. And once I got to the, the counter to check in, I noticed that after I checked in, no one offered me anything. I, I felt like I didn't know what to do. Should I sit down in the waiting area? Should I take a seat in in one of the salon chairs? Should I just stand here and wait? I I just didn't know what to do. And instead of someone coming over and helping me, I just got the long stare. You know what I mean? The the stare that that is not always noticeable, but you can feel the stare. You know, you feel eyes on you, but you don't really want to, you may not want to turn around and actually look at everyone that's staring at you. So for me, I just stood there and um, you stand there and you're like, okay, all right. And finally, someone comes over and gets you, but they, they don't really get you to take you back. They, they come tell you that your, your stylist is late. She's late. 
sit over here and she'll she'll be with you when she gets in. And so you wait and then you wait and you wait and the stylist comes and there's no apology. There's no apology. There's no sense of empathy for your time being wasted or your time being de delayed. There's no discount offered, not saying that you were looking for, but there's just no compensation, monetary or even in the, the simple words, I'm sorry. There's nothing. And so you already, you, know, you kind of, feel, you're feeling like, okay, this is a nice place and I'm excited to get my, my hair done or my nails done, whatever the case may be, or wax or whatever. But man, that, I really don't feel really good. And, and then you get your hair done, but there's no conversation and there's no, there's no interaction. It's just, you got your hair done, let's go. And so, yes, one of the shops looked a lot more pleasing than the other one did. But for me, I'm always going to want to go back and gravitate to the shop where I felt like I was welcomed. And so that's what we want to do when we are in business. We want to make sure that everyone that we're interacting with feels welcome. Now, if I was just having a horrible bad day and if I was just someone that did not see the positive in anything, then no matter what shop I would have gone to, I probably would have said, you know, I don't like either one of them. And there was nothing that the first shop could have done that would have changed that if I already had decided that I wasn't going to like it. Once our mind is made up, it's only us that can change it. So that's why I said in the beginning of the podcast that I'm not saying that you, your responsibility is to go around to everyone, making sure that you change everyone's mindset. But it is to say, make sure that you're taking advantage of the opportunities with the people that are coming in with open minds, with the people that are coming in with high expectations, with the people that are coming in wanting genuine relationships or displaying that they want genuine connections and relationships and services. That's our opportunity to make sure that we're building on strong foundation, that we're building on genuine connections, that we're building on rapport, and we're not building off of arrogant vibes because arrogant vibes tend to produce competition. And you don't want competition all the time when you're wanting to connect to people in relation to business. It's not a competition. One thing that I like to remember is there are no winners or losers. There are no winners or losers in business. And so often when I'm in different environments, when I am sitting around or amongst a lot of different business owners, it seems as though some people believe that they've won the business industry. You know, I've, I've won it. I'm already here. I've accomplished everything that you all haven't accomplished. And although that may be true in your mind and that may be true outside of your mind, who knows, you know, depending on who you're talking to, depending on what you've accomplished, that could be true. And I'm not here to take away anyone's accolades. Trust me, I'm a business owner. So I understand how important it is to want to hear thank you. I, I understand how important it is to want a pat on your back. However, I also understand how you can be perceived when you're giving off certain vibes and it may not even be your intention. So this podcast is all about making sure that we're checking ourselves and that we're making sure that we're building on the best possible foundation, not just for ourselves, but for the longevity of our business, even after we're no longer here. If you have employees or if you're anticipating getting employees or an assistant, the people that you are hiring are going to look to you for leadership. So that's why I say a lot of times it starts with the leader. It starts with the owner. It starts with higher management. And so often when I would work with different businesses, even in the corporate field, and I would pose different plans for them. I've actually come up with different payment strategies for corporate businesses. I've actually worked a lot with different businesses, corporate, 
um, new start businesses, businesses that have been online only, brick and mortar locations, a lot of different businesses. And what I can tell you is that a lot of times people try to start from the bottom up. Let's work our way from the bottom up. And I've found that it's been way more efficient to work your way from the top up because it's kind of like a chain effect. Let's start from the top and work our way down. Not saying or not insinuating that there are certain people that are beneath other people, but I'm just saying there's a chain of commands typically in a business. And so let's start at the top of the chain. And remember that there are no winners or losers. You may have more experience in this certain field than someone else, but they may have more education in this field than you. You may have more sales this month than them, but they may have more relationships in business with the potential to have more sales than you. So there's no winners or losers in business. We're not on a, in a competition or in a race where we have to see who gets to this goal first. Because even if you get to that goal first, if you've been in business long enough, then I'm sure you can relate to this, that just because you've obtained your goal first doesn't mean that you're going to obtain that goal next year. And I talk about that a lot of times on my YouTube channel when I give out business advice. My YouTube channel is at Brittany Bundles. So check it out in your spare time. But I talk a lot about that because I think sometimes we forget. We've reached this goal. We've reached this milestone. So we've won. But the journey is continual. It's not a race where you run and, and you've met it. And so you're just done. It's a continuous journey. And it's, it's striving for your best continuously. So although I've reached this goal and although I'm really, really happy with what I've accomplished and where I've come, I'm not going to allow that to get so far in my mind, so far in my heart that I neglect to see all the other opportunities that I have before me, that I neglect to see all of the other benefits and value that I can receive from collaborating with other people. I'm not going to let that get so far and blind my vision to the point that I'm just closed-minded on any other options or any other advice that could possibly help me grow. And like I've touched on before, we don't have to implement every single piece of advice that we receive. However, it's wise to listen to what other people have to say and decide for yourself if this is going to be something that's going to be positive for you or not. So there are no winners or losers. Once we understand that, I think a lot of us will be able to work collectively and not competitively. There are no winners or losers. No one's won and no one's losing. The only way that I look at myself losing is if I'm not being true to myself, if I'm not actually trusting myself and trusting God enough to use the skills that he put inside of me. And I don't even say that I'm going to lose continuously, but I say that I'm not winning in, in my life because I'm not doing all that I can do, even if, even if I feel that what I can do may not be as sufficient or may not come out as I want it to come out. If you're trying, and everyone's trying looks different. Some people are trying with even allowing their mind to think of different business ideas. So I'm not here to judge and say where you are and what you're not, but that's how I look at myself. If I'm not doing my best, if I'm not being honest with myself, then I'm not completely winning in this particular part of my life. But when I'm looking at everyone collectively, I don't see a loser and I don't see a winner. I see people that are constantly, collectively striving for their best. And in order to be in this journey, 
in order for me to continue learning and continue moving forward, I have to continue trying. So I'm winning every day that I try. I'm winning every day that I allow my positive thoughts to outweigh my negative. And that's just what I, I put in my heart, you know? But again, I don't see any winners or losers. I see people that are further in their business journey as far as experience. I see people that are further in their business journey as far as education. I see people that are further in their business journey as far as obtaining their goals that they set out last year, as far as reaching their gross or net profit. But again, there's no winners or losers. You have to identify yourself and, and ask yourself, what are we doing today? And when am I going to say that I'm doing a good job? And when am I going to be real with myself and say, you know what? Today, we didn't do what we should have done. Because all we can do is hold ourselves accountable. All we know inside and out is ourselves. And sometimes we don't even know that. I've made a podcast episode about learning who you are and figuring out what you want to do for your business. I don't have time to deem anyone else's business a, a, a success or not. Because ultimately, that's up to them internally what they feel. We all have different measures of success. However, I can tell you that, like I said before, there aren't any winners or losers. Now, the second tip that I have is we're only the tool. We're only the vessel, not the entire program. So even after you're gone, if your business is still here, you're the tool that started the business. You're the tool that promoted the business. You're the tool that got some of your, your, your clients and your customers. And you're the tool that brought some other people on board to continue the legacy of your business. However, you're not the entire program. I think sometimes we may think that we're the entire program. We're the entire business. And although you may be the only one working the business, the business is so much bigger than you. Your gifts are so much bigger than you. The connections that you're making have the potential to be so much bigger and last so much longer than just you. So once we can understand that we're only the tool, we're only the vessel, we're not the entire program, I think that helps to put it in perspective and it helps to drive more humility. Understanding that we're not the whole program. People are not necessarily buying your product just because they, they hope to see you next week. Now, again, let's, let's not get this confused. Of course, a lot of people may be purchasing your product because they like the relationship they have with you. They like the way that you conduct business. But don't ever for a moment think that you're the entire program. The next tip that I have is look for relatability. So one way that I found to draw down the competition in different business settings and you can see competition, not even in the entrepreneurial realm necessarily or only, but you can also see competition in your nine to five, or at least I could. And one thing that I would do is I would try to look for relatability and try to kind of put down those, those barriers and those walls. Where can I relate to this person? Yes, I know we're different, but what can I relate to? Do we both have pets? No, okay. Do we both have children? All right, no. Do we both like drinking coffee? No. Do we both hate drinking coffee? <laughs> you know what I mean? We find something to relate to. That's another skill that's really going to get us further in business. I would always hear the word rapport when I was in sales. Building rapport, building rapport, building that relationship, building that connection. And the way that you can build rapport that connection and relationships is by looking for relatability. 
Sometimes if you feel like there's nothing that you can relate to, then you may want to start talking about them in a positive way, of course. <laughs> but people love to talk about themselves. And you may not necessarily want to hear the, the long, it may not be long, but it could be long spill about their life. However, it's still allowing you to break through that barrier and for something more than competitive vibes to be displayed throughout your interaction. Another thing that I like to keep in mind is the tables can switch at any time. How many people have been at a really, really good place financially in your life and a couple years later, it's not so good. And you're like, wow, I remember a couple years ago, I was, I was doing great. And then this happened. Or man, you know, just last summer I had all of this and now look what I got. The tables can switch at any time, especially in business. Just because you're having a great season doesn't mean that you're constantly going to have a great season. And you want relationships, or I would think that you want relationships, I want relationships that are not necessarily dictated by how well I do in business, but truly based on genuine connections and based on the value that I'm providing. See, your value isn't always measured up to your sales. You can have an amazingly great number in sales, but knowing your heart that you really, truly didn't put as much value as you could have in your business. And still not feel fulfilled. You want people around you, or I'm going to speak about myself. I want people around me that genuinely want to be around me for the value not just the value only, but for the value and the potential, my personality, the respect that I provide in business, the relationships that we've built. I want those kind of relationships. I want those kind of people around me. I don't want people around me that are only around because they heard that I had a great year financially or because they see an opportunity by being my friend so that's another thing that should keep a lot of people humble is that the tables can turn at any time. And working on yourself, you may notice that, okay, wow, like I, I'm, I'm taking all these precautions and I'm trying to make sure that I'm being a more rounded person. I'm trying to make sure that I'm speaking clearer. I'm trying to make sure that I'm fixing myself as best as I, I can. And I'm still running into people that are very arrogant when I, you know, that I've never been arrogant, I don't think. And if I was, that wasn't my intention. But these people are intentionally being arrogant. What should I do? Should I, should I remind them that the tables can switch at any time? Sometimes, brings me to my next tip, you have to know when to walk away. You have to choose which battles you're going to entertain. Not even fight, because I believe in allowing God to fight your battles. But you have to decide which battles you're going to entertain. Sometimes it's okay to walk away. If you know that you've tried everything that you possibly can and the conversation still is not going anywhere, the connections are still not being built, there's still too much competitiveness amongst the room, it's okay for you to say, all right, it's time to go. You don't have to say it rude. You don't have to belittle anyone on your way out. You don't have to flip over a chair. I'm just... Just throwing that out there, just joking. But I'm just saying, you don't have to do any of that. You can politely say, thank you for your time. And, you know, I may see you around.
But knowing when to walk away is also an important skill to have in business. Ultimately, we, we want to remain open to different concepts because that's the way that we are going to challenge ourselves to grow. Not saying that we're going to implement, again, every concept or every idea or, or strategy that we hear, but it's good to be open and to decide if that's going to work good for our business or not. Partnerships, conversations, all of that's a part of building who we are as entrepreneurs and building our business to its full potential. But knowing when to walk away is definitely a strong skill to have. Knowing when to walk away from certain opportunities that are not going to benefit you. Knowing when to walk away from certain relationships that are draining everything out of you to the point that you don't even have time. You feel like you don't even have the energy to put anything into your business or yourself. Learning to even walk away from different businesses that you really don't feel connected to. That really don't have your passion that you started for other reasons that, don't, that only you know, but you know in your heart that it's something that you don't really enjoy doing. Learning when to walk away, learning when to pivot our business, learning when to change our environment, learning how to choose who we want in our life, learning how to choose the next step of our business is all a part of growing and getting further along our business journey. Being humble in business allows you to meet so many more people on a more authentic level. Being humble in business allows you to stay grounded. That doesn't mean that you're not going to have any confidence in what you're doing. We also talk about being confident in business. Confidence goes so, so far. And it's not something that I like to just brush under the table and say, okay, if you have it, you have it. If you don't, it's all right. No, you, you, you want confidence in your business. But sometimes that confidence can grow into arrogance. Sometimes that confidence can be perceived as arrogance. And again, it's not your job to go around and change everyone's mindset, but it is our job to look at ourselves in the mirror and to make sure that we're giving the best possible vibes that we possibly can, to make sure that we're speaking to people in the most respectful way that we possibly can, to make sure that we're interacting with other businesses and business owners in the most efficient way that we possibly can. Looking back at ourselves is not always easy, but it is definitely necessary if we're wanting to grow in anything in life. If I'm wanting to be a faster track runner and I don't look at myself run or I'm not looking at my statistics or I'm not looking at what I can do to improve, how is that going to happen? That's a big part of why I talk about looking at the analytics of your business, looking at the behind the scenes of your business, especially on my YouTube channel. We get into that very frequently. But if I'm not looking, if I'm not looking at my business head on, how is my business going to grow? Just by luck? Just by chance? No. And sometimes, you know, you have people that say, I did have a lucky month, but I'm looking at intentional growth. That's the growth that sticks. And that's the growth that's not just measured by how much you made this quarter. It's the overall picture of your, your business. It's the overall impact that your business has on others' lives. So I really hope that you got something from this podcast today. Like always, I don't want the conversation to end. If you have any questions or any podcast topics that you'd like discussed on the Brittany Bundles podcast, please send them in to my email address at btalks 
at yahoo.com. That's B-T-A-L-K-S at yahoo.com. You can check me out on YouTube at Brittany Bundles. That's Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y, Bundles, B-U-N-D-L-E-S. I'm on Instagram, Brittany underscore Bundles, Facebook, Brittany Bundles, and Twitter, Brittany Bundles. Until next time, I'll talk to you on the next podcast episode.